0: You got go. a good one. How you know? Feel what? Let me see that.
1: That's my impression of this song you're hearing right now. Uh, It's called Smooth by Saeed. Holy shit. It's the only way I could really figure out to start the podcast. Because I started started by trying to say shit like, Hey, how's it going? Or, what's up? Or, I don't know. Hello. And all of it felt weird. Because, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. But that song. That song makes me really feel it. Like the funky, funky feeling of the smoothness. So yeah, uh, you're checking out Interverse, that's what I call my podcast, and uh, I'm glad you're checking it out. I appreciate you. I love you. If you don't really want to hear me talk to myself awkwardly, right, like right now, uh, you can skip ahead until you hear music some more, and then after that, you're going to hear the podcast episode where, once again, I'm talking to Chris Ebert, quickly becoming one of my favorite friends on this particular reality tunnel. He's very, very well informed and very generous of uh, spirit in sharing his information and his gratitude and his insights and all of that. And we're really um, we're gonna go deep into our ourselves by talking about the colon cleanse that we went through last week. It, it's very you know poop oriented in some ways, but it's not gross. You're gonna be fascinated to hear about the results of just how. Many weird things came up because of the cleanse and how effective it was on an energetic level. Anyway, yeah, you'll enjoy that. Also, you might enjoy checking out a podcast called Lords of Consciousness. I believe you may have heard me mentioned by now, but if you haven't, I joined forces with a podcast called Lords of Consciousness that just recently launched a way bigger multimedia site. So they're more than just a podcast now. They have some really badass interviews on there Like if you're a Chris Dyer If you know me personally You know that crazy rainbow god shirt That I wear around a lot And uh, it's like an all over print shirt Clearly my favorite shirt I wear it too much And yeah that's Chris Dyer Really fucking dope art And they got an interview with him Right out the bat Right out the gate Clint my hero And anyway on their podcast I got interviewed as a guest On their last episode And it was really fun So if you want to hear me talk more about whatever it is that I talk about, uh, yeah, like, cool shit, heady shit, hopefully, hopefully you're into it, or I'm, you know, or you think it's entertaining in some way, but really, you know, maybe the whole point behind this podcast, if you want to know the truth is, I'm trying to accelerate your realization of the fact that you are a supreme being, a supreme creator being. And that's why I try to talk to creative people on here, because the sooner everybody figures out that everybody can learn everything, the sooner that we can do anything. And yeah, that's where I'm at with that. What else do I need to tell you about? Um, Yeah, well, you could help out this podcast in a couple of ways. First of all, talking a lot about this colon cleanse. Well, there is a commission program for the kit and for other uh, products that the website we got it from sells and... I've decided I'm going to incorporate into my website a like a story area where I go over different products that I've tried from that place. And I won't recommend anything until I get it and try it myself. So it'll only be a couple of things that I've got so far. And um, anyway, if you buy stuff off of there, I'll get like, I don't know, a 9% commission. And I was thinking it would be a cool deal if anybody that buys something off of there, I'll just send you an equivalent amount of art dollar wise. So it'll be like you get the product that might make your life a little better, uh, and I get a little bit of money and you don't pay any extra, and then on top of it, I give you some art for thinking of going through my store instead of just going to the website directly. I don't know, call it a crazy idea. I don't really need the money, so you know if you don't do it, I'm not going to be sad, but I'm just trying to think of a way to incentivize you guys to buy uh or you mean know you don't have to buy something to do this, you could do it on your own. But, you know, incentivize you to look into doing things to purify your body, clean your body up. Um, Yeah, because the stronger your body is, believe it or not, the stronger your mind is. And the stronger your body and mind is, the stronger your spirit is. Sounds crazy, I know. But I've been experimenting with this, and it's a fact. The more I let go of toxic things, the more I can perceive, the more I can hold, the more I can do. So um, I hope... I hope that you guys can, you know, experience the same kind of transformations because as far as I know, it's an infinite ladder. Like we could just keep getting better forever at infinitum. And I want to be an X-Man. So let's get on it, people. Let's start, you know, eating healthy and taking care of ourselves and making cool shit that only we know how to make. And I'll stop telling us all what we should do because <laughs> that's really stupid. But I, I don't know. Uh, I'm... I'm just really into this whole podcasting thing right now. I really appreciate that you're listening to it. And one other way you could help me out is something I brought up before, but I never explained it properly. If you go to iTunes where you have a podcast app, right, like on your phone even, and you want to review the podcast, how you do it is kind of confusing, but it's really helpful if you review the podcast and leave a rating, even if it's like two stars, this podcast sucks, wieners, it blows or whatever, stupid. I'll still be happy you did it, so whatever you write, it doesn't matter. But how you access the reviews is kind of weird. You got to go to the podcast app, and then instead of going to where you have with a subscription and where you are accessing these episodes, presumably, you actually have to go to the search bar and search for it in there and find it in the store. And from there, you're able to leave a review. I don't know why it's set up that way. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but that's what you got to do. You could also do it from the internet. Just like that. So, I beg you, please do that. The first person that does that, I will send him some free art to. Send him some free art Cotton Cottonmouth is bitch. But uh, I don't really want to re-record any of this because I thought it went pretty well. And um, you know, whatever, you guys know that sometimes your mouth gets sticky and it doesn't sound right. You're not gonna hate me, right? Okay, well I love you even if you do hate me for being sticky mouth McGee. And, uh, yeah, it's been a really wild couple months doing this podcasting thing, and I feel like I'm really just getting started, so thank you for being here at the beginning of the journey with me, and I hope to keep improving along the way. I learned some cool tricks, like I, I can edit out my breathing sounds so I won't be breathing in your ears so bad anymore. You're welcome. I know. <laughs> tell, tell everybody. Okay. Okay, I'm really done talking now. I love you. Um... Don't take things too seriously. That's my problem. So, you know, maybe you have that problem. And uh, I'll stop telling you what you should do. Enjoy the episode. back for the part two welcome chris Al- abert albert i was want to say albert but chris abert my good <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a how good it started guy.
0: originally it's albert and then they dropped it when they came from germany but yeah it's great to be back on chance how you feeling buddy i'm feeling great i'm feeling really great actually feeling a lot a lot lighter um and uh just yeah lighter is the, is the perfect word for it uh and in, in in multiple ways um we both just got into that cleanse uh, pretty hard. There, you just finished up. What was it? Yesterday or the day before?
1: Uh, day before. So yesterday was day my before. first day with eating food again.
0: Yeah, that's that's the best. Like that, I never thought I would miss solid foods that much. And I I feel like I feel bad in a way because I know there's people that go way harder than that, but that was my first time going that many days without solid food.
1: Oh yeah, um, I mean, people. Some people were coming to me and like, hey, when I was religious, I fasted for a month. Silly bitch! And I'm like, why did you do that? <laughs> you didn't even like cleanse on purpose with that. You just uh, Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if right, you're gonna right. do something like make a plan of it, like you better be yep. installing updates if you're restarting the server. Otherwise, you're just wasting the server's time.
0: You're just wearing down your own energy that way. Yeah. I mean, it's sure it's gonna give you some discipline and whatever, but you, you gotta you gotta kind of like really think out something like that when you're uh, gonna be that hard on your body to kind of respect it as well. And while, you know, a fast like those can raise your, your level of toughness and all of that, which at everybody at their own level, you know what I mean? Um, but you really have to be intelligent when you're doing it and not actually damaging your body and actually making the fast, not necessarily actually beneficial at all. It just ends up taking your energy and your, your, your nutrients and all of that. And, um, breaking your body down which your body can handle but um it's all about why you're doing it and how you're doing it and and if you're doing it in a balanced way um yeah we kind so of went over
1: the why in the part one so i want to recap just the exact uh, the experience that we went through in terms of the plan just recap it in a real brief way so uh, uh we you go ahead recap what the best option was as it's called
0: uh, the best option was basically to do a nine was it nine day cleanse or yeah, it eight? It was nine total, but eight were eight days um, of the nine uh, day cleanse, where you uh, pretty much for the first three days you you work up to or you work down actually you, you cut down your food consumption by a half each day, and then you start taking the toxin absorber and the digestive stimulator, and um, started integrating more liquids and stuff into your diet, and then on the fourth day you actually will start the liquids only cleanse for five days um and you pretty much just stuck with fruit juice and um i would get like wheatgrass and spirulina different like like uh, uh smoothies or whatever from like uh, green earth which is a store in my town my town where i work uh things like that and um really i just did not eat very many solid foods i still did uh, like for dinner i could have something like quinoa or lentils or something um, but that's about as solid as I would get with stuff um, but yeah you do liquids only for those five days and you, then you would take the toxin absorber five times a day and then digestive simulator at night and uh, yeah for uh, for a good three days like you can you can really start to because I, I, <laughs> I was listening back to the last episode today and we're, the part where I was talking about not thinking that the toxin absorber would make that much of the mucoid plaque content um even though we kind of like went into more of a discourse about it i was like oh yeah it could be i really just didn't know it was not uh, was not 100 percent certain exactly how that would feel and play out in the body but on about the third day of doing liquids only and taking the toxin absorber i noticed it uh that i felt a little bit more full in my intestines and i was still you know taking a crap you know two three times a day and then I noticed that eventually, um, I did get more of like the, cause I like Googled the mucoid plaque and the different pictures and like what it would look like. And um, I noticed that it would come out like, you know, a foot long or so, maybe maybe more or whatever, but they would have like, uh, it would be all like stuck together and like have uh, weird bulges kind of all through it. But for me, like I noticed a lot of people online had like black and crazy green stuff in theirs. Um, Mine really weren't so bad, to be honest. Like, I could definitely tell there was some stuff in there, but I've been really cutting back on, like, a lot of the toxic foods I used to eat. Really since, like, October, I started eating more vegetarian and cutting out GMOs and things and just different stuff that had preservatives and stuff in it. And um, so I think that that made it a little bit easier on me, having slowly adjusted my body. I've kind of, like, really worked myself up to this cleanse for months in a way. Um, See, man,
1: just, I – okay, so – now uh, I'll explain my experience a little bit because I didn't I didn't do exactly the same type of a ju- uh, liquids only fast as you and mm-hmm. also I'll start with the mucoid plaques though I actually did have like the black I had the I had the long and the bolt like the crazy bulging different sizes <sighs> of like shapes of it it was uh it was intense what was coming out the first three days or four wow. days of it and uh. But to go, like, with my actual diet during it, I was completely by the book. Apple juice and grape juice was all I was drinking, and vegetable broth, where I would just throw in onion, carrots, celery, and a potato into a stew and drink the broth of that. And that was literally all I took in the whole five days. So there was... There's some mental suffering in that, but the toxin yeah. absorber, like you were saying, expands inside you. You feel it expanded, and you kind of, like, you'll feel a little bloated. And it was it was a good exercise in toughness, though, because it's something, like, I know anybody else could have done it. And that it was worth it because the stuff that I was getting out, I... This is kind of gross, full disclosure type of thing, but I had been having, like... Like you said, i would had a different diet since October. Actually, literally about the same time as you. I'd been doing the same, uh, cleaning up my diet. But I had not been adjusting well to the dietary changes. Digestion not adjusting well. And one of the things about that was that my turds were thinner. Like, there was some kind of thing in my colon obstructing them as they passed through. Mm. So that they were, like, being squeezed in a, in a uh, like, Play-Doh noodle maker or something like that. That's a gross image with poop. I'm sorry. But... Uh, after the cleanse is over, which after all that, I uh, after having regular meals again, and I noticed this during the cleanse, the uh, poop that I was having during the cleanse, everything was like thicker and full size again, like I was used to seeing back in the day. I don't even know how long ago back in the day it
0: was. Poops back to normal. <laughs> so, so
1: yeah, like, it was a, it was a big change, honestly. Um, mm. And my system seems to be more able to digest the foods that i have had since then too like my my poops were just like not very solid and they're not healthy looking they weren't like they didn't look like a terribly unhealthy person either but they just didn't look like you would expect a healthy person who's eating a lot of fiber a lot of fiber is going to make it more liquidy in in a sense but i was also eating plenty of protein and stuff like that I don't know. Talking about poop composition, maybe a little too long here, but I noticed a difference in my poop health for sure after it was over.
0: I mean, we got to get into it. We've already dedicated a whole episode before into, into our poop. So. I know. We've got to get into the nitty-gritty. We can't just be all wretched and no vomit here. You all... guys are here to hear about the experience here. <laughs> you're yeah. thinking about it for yourself, and that's why you're checking it out.
1: So yeah. I don't want to deter you, but I don't want to be just dishonest. Um, it was a little hard to do a liquids-only fast, but you can definitely do it. If it's, yeah. that sounds oh, yeah. like something you can't do, there are instructions in the book to do, and we went over this in part one. There's ways to do it in a less extreme way. You can keep eating the entire time. You're just not going to have as full of an effect as we did. Yep. And the full effect entailed some interesting side effects. Uh, did you have any of what the book... Did you read the booklet pretty thoroughly?
0: Um. Yeah. Um, did you have any superficial reactions, as the booklet called it? Uh, let me go back over the superficial reactions. Um, well, superficial really... reactions are just anything that's
1: like uh, a discomfort that doesn't last too long. Like... You get a headache for 20 minutes or you suddenly feel really fatigued or you um, feel nauseous and all of the like they typically are very short-lived and it was something that I went through very consistently throughout the whole cleanse I would have a variety of these types of reactions like I could tell whenever some kind of toxin got released and then was being eliminated by the other channels of my body because there would be it would be like I got poisoned temporarily I would feel sick for a second or I'd feel really tired I'd have a fever I would get cold and shiver it was all over the wow. map it was like being sick and none of those symptoms though to deter any hopefully not deter anyone none of those symptoms lasted the, the whole time any one of those symptoms they're usually only happening one at a time and they're happening for only 15 20 minutes 30 minutes max uh, so nothing quite that bad but even even to the even to the like very strange extreme of physical parts of my body that I I used to have injuries in my I had wrist fractures when I was a kid repeatedly and I had like my wrist would hurt and stuff where those were or I had a I had a fracture like near my funny bone on my forearm on my right arm that actually got uh felt pain at one point it was always none of those things got painful more than one time either it was like something was happening and old stuff was being released or or like healed i don't know how to describe it it was kind of trippy Made mm-hmm. me remember those old traumas too and sort of reprocess them mentally as well none of them were terrible traumas that were giving me issues or anything but it was interesting
0: yeah no i i didn't know i mean yeah i did notice a lot of the like more of the superficial ones for me personally um like, I would, I would notice some discomfort, like, throughout the day, uh, especially, like, a little bit after I would take some of, like, the Toxin Absorber or whatever, like, more toward the end of the day when I had been taking it all day. I'd feel, like, a little bit bloated or um, have a little bit, like, just feel like I just got, like, a, almost like a rock in you. Um, oh, I had that all the time. Yeah, but I, I honestly, um, I did notice myself being much more fatigued uh, through the whole time, like, emotionally and just energy-wise and, like, it was was crazy it was like it was for me um yeah we talked about before it was like also in a way it's like a root chakra cleanse so like really like a lot of like really intense emotions and crazy stuff is like happening in my life like right around then like just things like with work and like people around me there's like the the energy was just like crazy i don't know if it was just me but it felt like um there were like a lot of uh, ways that I was holding emotion in my body, especially in my root area, that I hadn't noticed the quality of which or or the way in which I was holding it based on the situations that I was in. So it was like I was much more sensitive to my own feelings than I had ever really been before, if that makes sense, or your deep motivational feelings or just the feelings you have about the things in your life. Um, So I just really noticed those much stronger and like what my real instincts about just all of what I'm doing and how I'm spending my time and, and, and who with and all of that. And, um, I just really noticed, um, that there was a lot of letting go that I needed to do. And in a way I kind of like got to let it go. Like with this detoxification process, I was able to, to analyze the things. Cause in a way, like all of the, um, the different chemicals or whatever the hell is in there, um, in some way was keeping my vibration in a specific kind of range of frequency. And by breaking through that, like it was like another like little layer to the husk that we were talking about before. By breaking through that, I was able to actually really feel my emotions that in some ways I had either been pushing off or had not been fully analyzing. That's another one, is really fully analyzing something thoroughly. And, uh, and I was able to really face some things and, and I feel like eliminate them or work through them and so I noticed personally that I have like, uh, I don't know why it like, this one seemed like it was more emotional than even physical for me. Um, it's interesting just, that we had
1: do, like, uh, the other side of the, yeah, coin yeah. of an experience
0: because my body honestly handled it pretty well. Like I knew that I would be sick and kind of tired and whatever, but like, uh, I, I wonder felt if the really difference was, in
1: the diet had something to do with it. Cause you had grass and stuff like that
0: could be could be Uh, maybe some of the things that i was eating were like a little bit more like energy dense or something like that exactly because i was feeling straight up malnourished during the experience yeah Uh, yeah yeah um
1: but part of it the fast like getting in touch with your emotions and analyzing them more completely part of it i noticed was that i basically couldn't be anywhere but in the moment during the fast because yeah you're angry I mean like when you're angry you know how you feel yeah, <laughs> yep. you're sensitive to every little thing and so that might make you a little more uh irritable too I mean it made me more irritable I just oh to be yeah honest. me too
0: me too and uh man like I even uh coincidentally like the first it was the 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 week before I started the cleanse, at the end of the week, my phone stopped working. Like it would only work with Wi-Fi and stuff, and then eventually just I couldn't do really calls or texts or anything. So it's like I got a a a body detox and a cell phone detox at the same time, and I would notice like even how I was att- so attached to that thing, to where like uh, I'd be I'd be like hangrier and in, in kind of agitated mood, and then like I'd want to use my phone to do something or like look something up or whatever, and just the convenience wasn't there and it would frustrate me and I was like realized like how many times I'd get frustrated a day over not having the phone and like wow how many times I really like am compulsively using and that's that's another one too I'm glad I brought that up was compulsive behavior I noticed like a lot more of like my compulsive eating habits and just like random stuff I would do through the day that was really for no reason other than just to have something to do you know what I mean or like to to somehow burn energy in some way to, to, to take time and i realized that those were ways of me not being in the moment kind of like what you're saying like i it forced me to be so in the moment of just all the feelings i was having focusing on wanting to eat and then like (laughs) at the same time i'm dealing with this like you know not having the the phone when i need to be able to use it to to get a hold of whoever and like even realizing like how in some ways like superficial that was like even like needing it so bad right away because i got it I got one today, and then, like, after I got I'm like, man, like, I don't even want this, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. even want them around me, uh, and someday I would really hope to just, to not really have to have one at all, and I could just, you know, do my, my nature freak thing, but, um, for right now, and for, you know, all the stuff I'm doing, business and whatever, trying to assist people, it's, it's really, it's impossible to have a phone, do all that, you gotta kind of, like, have a foot in both worlds, you know. Well, it's like any other neg-
1: uh, negative thing. You are only damaged by it so far as you identify with it. Yep, yep. It's other than that, it can just be a tool, like a tool, any other tool. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the thing is, like, I even thought that I was like seeing it that way, but
1: there's always more layers to it.
0: Yeah, there's more. There's more layers. Um, and you relearn
1: the same lesson over and over again. I find. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then I like, even found finding that like how um how like the emotions i was feeling were occurring because of things i was like doing either compulsively and like it would bring up the same emotions or same set of circumstances and because i was forced to be in the moment and to analyze it thoroughly i was like well if i just didn't do this it wouldn't equal this this and this you know so i found i found some ways to save to yeah to save some of my own emotional energy and to recognize like um uh I don't know. I, I found myself personally uh, at, toward the end of it having a lot more control over my emotions and staying balanced in terms of not being able to e- easily thrown off by stuff going on around me. Yeah. I just found it like, oh, I just really am just not as mad about that as I, I used to be. Okay. That's great. You yeah, know, there's a
1: lot of upsides during the process too. It wasn't all just like hangry shit. Uh, hangry and shit. Uh, I mean, it wasn't all bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually no. – found for example my ability to visualize things mentally my third eye abilities both spontaneous visualizations and on purpose focused visualizations dramatically better yep i mean i'm no like clear i'm not neo yet like i can't go into the matrix internally and and learn kung fu but it definitely i mean i'll go into more on that later how about you
0: um me personally um (laughs) <laughs> you were talking about focus I'm getting distracted by this race car that's just going a million miles an hour outside of my window um, for me uh, I did notice more things like with my visualization as well like during meditation I had more concentration and I didn't find myself as like likely to move around and that's a, a, kind of a point I think that uh, Seven had made in one of his broadcasts earlier about um, when you're in meditation like the person that goes out to the woods to meditate and is only there for like 10 minutes or so and then leaves and like they notice after the first you know few minutes of sitting down there they, they can't stop moving their legs or like moving around and he's saying that that's connected to Candida and I really thought about that as like well if we're cleansing out all this other nasty stuff and probably a lot of uh, one the eating habits that lead to more of the growth of the Candida in my body first off and then like it's kind of resetting that balance and allowing my natural uh, enzymes to take back over and then at the same time I was you know taking Stuff that like like fermented stuff like kombucha, um and different things to 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 build my enzymes back up. And um I, I noticed the that, kombucha like it,
1: after the cleanse was over. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did it all through the cleanse. It was like my saving grace to the cleanse. Every morning I'd have kombucha and it would set me off right for the morning. Man, I really yeah, tried I was to buy the book, dude. <laughs> I suffered. You
1: I was buying the you book, sum- man. I suffered. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get, I, I suffered because I love kombucha, like, it's my shit, I drink a couple of day a lot of times, and not having it for five days was, it was, you know, like, interestingly, it replaced soda in my life, although I wasn't drinking soda at the time anymore uh-huh. for a long time by the time I picked up kombucha, but like, it was like the return of tasty drinks whenever I got into it, and so it was very, very difficult to not drink it for five days.
0: Yeah, why, why, why? Could you not drink kombucha during the cleanse? Did I miss something? No, I mean
1: it didn't. Like basically, I just went by what the what the book specifically outlined as good to drink during the time, and other than that, it was just water. So like, gotcha. I avoided I avoided coffee. Although I had to have a little coffee at one point, I uh, I avoided teas except very low caffeine green tea whenever I felt like I really needed it. And other than that, I tried to just be like Mr. Discipline on it, and uh, it it was maybe not necessary to go that extreme, because kombucha, I don't think it's really going to affect your digestive no. tract too strongly. Um, but a lot of the kombucha that I would have picked up at the time, or like before the cleanse or during it, has a lot of sugar in it added, like not a ton compared mm. to some terrible drinks, but more than I realized and after the cleanse I was immediately super conscious of the sugar in things. I was checking like I went to, for my first meal I wanted to get some sauce to cook, uh, cook my stuff in and so I wanted to be really careful not to get something that had a lot of sugar in it and I was look, looking at different sauces that I frequently buy that are in the health food section and are supposed to be healthy and it'd be like 8-9 grams of sugar and I go damn that's quite a bit but it's probably only what 2 servings no 7 servings and you know I'm eating that in two or three servings because I, mm-hmm. I can eat a lot. So it's crazy just how much sugar was going on. And I've, yeah. I've definitely been buying kombucha the last couple of days that are the more raw variants that don't have that added. Oh, and just like to prove the, the way that temptations are always going to be present to the path of those trying to be disciplined. The very first day that I could have food again uh, at my work, donuts get dropped off like three <laughs> three sets of amazing looking donuts and just like usually if donuts show up it's one person drops off donuts but they were coming at different times of day oh, no. they had like oh, decorations on them they were beautiful and I didn't touch that shit the sugar craving yeah. is definitely curbed in a dramatic sense and it's been something I fought my whole life and I don't even know the last time I went this many days without a big at least one serving of sugar and I've avoided it since the uh since it was over I mean I've probably had like 10 or 15 grams a day just because that's how much you can't avoid in our environment you probably inhale that much in the air when you go outside and walk around (laughs) but but like all in all I've been really uh I've never been able to do that before and it I can tell it's had a big effect on my energy like I would say that I'm physically tired right now it's a little late at night uh I've been staying up late, working on stuff, work, waking up early, working on stuff. Um, right now, uh, in a previous, like months ago, I would have been very, very wiped out. Mentally, my focus would be weak right now. And I, like, I'm feeling very focused mentally. It's like my physical tiredness is my physical tiredness, but my ability to think, articulate myself, and stay on task and shit like that, all dramatically better. I think the cutting out sugar apart from the increase in energy of my root in general from cleansing out the colon or the furnace, the, uh, getting rid of that drug, <laughs> cutting out that white mm-hmm. powder, man, <laughs> it's a big thing. You know, yeah, I'm not really saying tough. this to like put anyone down that thinks that, uh, that thinks that I'm like now holy saying I'm holier than everybody else because I don't eat sugar. Yeah, I'm just saying I've fought with that my whole life. And I know everybody else has too. So it's something that is worth trying to change whenever you're ready to do it Uh, but you know only change you can only change a few things at a time in your life and it took a lot of other things getting out of my way before i was able to even attack that demon because it's such a big one
0: yeah it's nasty and hairy too (laughs) (laughs) my 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 sugar addiction was for sure that that was was one thing i noticed as well this cleanse like uh it (laughs) I still had like f- fruit and stuff like that, but I really kept my sh- sugar intake to a super minimum. Like other than that, like kombucha in the morning, like, uh, I don't know, like I was drinking that more. I was drinking, it was, it was raw, raw organic kombucha. Um, I was drinking it more for like the enzymes, the probiotic in it and the alkalizing effect naturally. Energizing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but other than that, I pretty much would avoid sugar throughout the day, um, because that, that was another big one for me i was hoping to really uh kind of extinguish out of this cleanse was uh compulsively eating sweet stuff and like i had before like started to replace my habits of eating sweet stuff with fruit which is good but you know at a certain level you're eating a bunch of fruit it's still a bunch of sugar um so with this one like i, I really have a much stronger aversion to sugar like it. Uh, I just noticed the way it even tastes in my mouth or like after eating something sweet, the way it feels, it's just, uh, is not as enjoyable personally for me. Um, well, that could change with just a few. sugar. Oh yeah. Addicts. Just That's a week. Crazy. Yeah. Just a week. Hit that, yeah. It's, it's once that enzyme balance changes that that can, that can all go away. But, uh, Actually, I don't know, I turned feel... my girlfriend
1: into a sugar addict accidentally and oh, like, no. we both <laughs> managed to curb it during this cleanse. Like, I mean, she wasn't terrible sugar addict but she just told me like before we started hanging out i never ate anything sweet and now i kind of wanted a lot and uh F- fuck you you idiot no she didn't say that at all <laughs> she did say i love you but we have to stop eating sugar uh, and you know um it it is important i watched my dad go from a very strong and like in shape looking dude to having a pretty sizable gut and getting out of breath easily whenever I was a teenager, and that was mainly from eating, like, frozen custard and ice cream on a regular basis, and drinking Dr. Pepper and stuff. Like, I mean, what wasn't it from? It's from all kinds of things, and he's the kind of person that can eat, in terms of, like, his regular meals, pretty unhealthy, pretty fairly unhealthy things, like fried meats and breads and stuff, and not really gaining any weight. He just has that type of genetics, Mm. but nobody can get away from what happens when you take in that sugar too much like avoid white powders man there's so many white yeah. powders that are dangerous
0: yeah and that's that's a good a good point to bring up about like about building up a husk about like being able to eat those kinds of food basically being able to eat trash Yeah, basically that like it all melds perfectly like when you are able to take in those kinds of things you have the bacteria for all that your body is more acidic and, and, and try not to pass any judgment on anybody here like right, we've, right. we've all been there but like this is how it breaks down like if, if you're you're acidic like your personality can be more acidic that way and in a way like
1: um, you're taking more the, the GMO system. the GMO
0: foods like you're gonna be by being in a more disharmonic state it melts more perfectly with what we were talking about in our very first episode about the, the binary program. And the binary programming that's going on in the reality and that it's it's very suggestive and if you're already in a state of a lower vibrational or disharmonic frequency those frequencies meld more with your actual reality and it i don't know i like it, it it will you'll have more gravity to things of that
1: nature you'll draw yes in the, just, yes the, the because it's how you feed planet earth
0: <laughs> And that's because that's how you feed, because once you start actually, that's actually how it starts. Like by putting on the husk, it actually, because you're a trinary being, by putting on the husk, it makes you, uh, it's basically like a hybrid. The husk is the hybrid between being able to, 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 for the trinary being to consume binary programs uh, and to to be not just consumed, but I wouldn't say force fed, but like for it to just pass right through your consciousness without any filter. Um, And so when you're consuming those things, those forms of organisms are also consuming you like and it's it, what they call the I don't want to make it sound like, so horrible and nasty like this yeah that, that it's not so horrible and nasty its this these giant insectoid creatures but like we were talking about in the first episode in any in any in anywhere in nature there's always something that is there to destroy whatever is there like there's always candida in your body to to, to there's always a versus going on like it's just an archetype of creation itself so like on these frequencies, there are entities, there are forms of life that do consume that form of energy. And they just like in nature, like with trees, secreting certain fluids or different things that encourage fungal growth or certain sugars in certain plants that reward bacteria because of the way that they protect its roots. Different, you know, it's, it all goes hand in hand. So just because you don't know what's happening to you or you don't know that you're putting the husk on, like it's a biological function. So that's it's really it's our fault for not understanding exactly what we're doing to our bodies when we're taking in these 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 forms of food and uh, just what that level of consumption actually equals for a lifestyle and for an overall level of happiness and connection to truth and to nature. So you nailed
1: it, <laughs> you nailed it buddy. Uh, <laughs> you nailed it. Like I mean, the, the simplest way to recap that is just the more you lighten up the uh in, the more you lighten up and make the things you take in you more alive the more alive and light you'll feel
0: yes i actually yes. had
1: a great experience earlier tonight i took some spinach out of my garden cuz i had to thin um things were getting a little too big and close to each other but hey that means i get to eat some spinach that i grew and there's nothing better than eating what you grow That's oh awesome. man like you can just smell this the spinach flavor coming off of it it's mm-hmm. crazy compared to going to a store or opening up a bag of spinach that you bought even if it's like from a local source and just mm-hmm. having been in that plastic bag for a few days and then refrigerated already most
0: it- of the enzymes are dead like but the fact of it having to go like a whole 3 to 4 days like it already eliminates a lot of the enzymes right there uh, just uh, did you notice also from this, like, that your sense of smell got way stronger? Actually, did. Yeah.
1: Not way stronger, but stronger.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say like superhuman in any way capacity, but like I my noticed even in general level. My, uh, I was just about to say that. Yeah. My, yeah, my like inflammation is re- in my sinuses yeah. reduced. Yes. See, so that could be it right there. And then um I think my diet not- had a big deal
1: to do with my allergies in my lifetime, which I've had bad yeah. allergies my whole lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. Which I used to have gotten gotten better horrible October, allergies so I yeah. ate differently yep me too actually me too like, I would normally get like a cold or like some kind of allergies going into fall especially from all the leaves and stuff didn't really bother me so much Uh I did get like maybe one or two days I take that back maybe around a uh a close to a week but more strongly over a few days uh, allergies this season but since then I haven't really had much of a problem besides the cough here and there but like my allergies have gone way down since I've been eating better. Yeah, uh, and then those people that are,
1: like, really um, in a thick husk that have are absorbing the negative frequencies and assimilated to them perfectly, They uh, then they go and take the Claritin or the allergy medicine from over the counter, which uh, I've noticed if I ever take something like that, which I haven't for a long time, it makes me way more irritable. It makes me in yeah. a more angry mood. But for those people that are getting fueled by um the charge that exists from them in their environment whenever they come into it highly polarized and start doing damage they are actually energized by the fact that that clariton or whatever puts them in a worse mood that helps them that's just their playbook like it's crazy right. like it all melts right. so perfectly and <laughs> I you know and then you start if you yeah right yeah and then so you let your you start letting your food be your medicine instead of taking that that uh, compressed into a pill form white powder of whatever it is some white powder avoid white powders uh, right. that's what the clarin <laughs> is you you stop taking that you let your food be your medicine that's what the Greek uh, philosopher Hippocrates or I think I'm saying that wrong but famous quote let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food it's really quite simple mm-hmm. the first primary way to make yourself a viable living being is to make sure that what you're intaking is viable living beings
0: right because it's all you're really composed of is other living beings when you get down to it so if the if you're putting healthy living beings in your body chances are your body will be a healthy living being as well um
1: and there's more to just your physical body that's getting nourishment there. Uh uh like like one of the most interesting things that happened during my cleanse was on the 5th day. I kind of briefly mentioned this too, but the last day the, the night of my fifth juice only liquid only day, I was in bed and had an out of body
0: experience. <clears throat> yeah, tell me about that. We didn't get to talk about that at all.
1: <laughs> well, It's something that had been on the verge of happening many times in my life before but I didn't know what it was until recently or have a way of understanding it so maybe other people have experienced this too you're laying there and all of a sudden you feel like a jolt a shock of electric current coming from your head to your toes all like making you feel rigid and unable to move people will call that sleep paralysis sometimes they'll see entities in the room with them or feel a presence when it's happening but that entity, oftentimes that you're seeing, is actually yourself and you've separated a little bit from your physical body. And this actually happens every time you go to sleep, but because we're in a really polarized and binary form of consciousness right now, whenever we do go to sleep, we're trained to shut off our conscious awareness and completely be distracted by the, uh, the whatever comes to us in the form of external energies and programming while we're in this astral form or outside of our bodies or inside of our minds whichever direction we go during the night so anyway what would happen to me in the past is I'd feel this like paralysis and then I'd start fighting it and panic and try to wake myself up and eventually I'd be able to move again and some nights this would happen over and over again and I wouldn't even be able to fall asleep the nights when it was like that was usually after a lot of psychedelic use and I had very open chakras and I was just like really energized and feeling a Um, spiritually awake so this time uh, when it happened I prepared myself that if it ever happened again that I was pretty sure it was an out of body experience about to happen and that I should just go with it and definitely not be afraid but different stuff kept coming up every time I'd have the experience and I would forget not to be afraid and I think a lot of those fears were actually literally anchored in physical things in my body that were like energetic leaks because uh, I, I don't know Something completely wonderful happened this time and I Feel it come on I remain aware or remain completely conscious and I feel myself lift up out of my body and I'm up in the ceiling of my room and I look down and I can see my bed and myself laying there and It's dark and dimly lit just like it really was like the lights are off. It's not like I I couldn't even see that well, (laughs) it was really interesting and anyway I was like well here I am floating around I guess I can go do what I want and I kind of like when you're in a lucid dream and I float over to the door and I don't remember what happened after that so I didn't remain consciously aware after that but next time maybe I'll remember a little further and a little further it's kind of like meditating and you can Mm -hmm. keep your attention for longer and longer before something breaks it I think a lot of what we're here to do is train that ability because whenever we leave these bodies it could be that you kind of lose yourself if you don't remain focused for at least a portion of time to get to another place
0: Mm -hmm. and that's a well first off that's a fucking that's an awesome experience I'm really happy for you that like this cleanse actually brought that on that's uh, that's really like amazing it's kind of like yeah, in not in a way that, like, it's something that's it's something yeah it's something that you've been like working towards and you've you already have an open mind towards these things and like you study them so like that's a that's a huge part of it already that you would know some of the techniques you know not to get so astonished or to, to be afraid or you know like most people when, when they a, encounter sleep paralysis they either chalk it up to just just sleep paralysis or you know they're too afraid to push it further they don't know what it is and that's that's totally okay but so that helps you with that but that when you when you combine that with you know you're already used to to being a meditator and all of that and then then now you know you're you know cleaning up the diet so like somebody else who's already kind of on your path it's like that both of us in a way like that has gone through a lot of the knowledge themselves and like have been going through it and like trying to understand it uh, but still lack like certain parts of the experience to be able to fill that knowledge in with the confidence to like wake more people up to it or to be more vocal about it or to really like talk more on the, on the actual subject or like experience it more, you know? And, uh, I know so, some listening
1: has had the experience I just, Oh yeah, about. no
0: doubt. Like we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're barely, <laughs> barely getting into it with, with what we're talking about here. So, but like, for the, for the for the connoisseur, like, you know, being able to see, like, somebody who has cleaned up their diet and like, has gone through this and, like, you know, you're, you're tracking your change, and you actually did experience something really strong, but in a much more uh, powerful and controllable way than you had in the past. So that does show an improved change on something that you were trying before the cleanse and then something after the cleanse that it was much quicker for you and had more control and that you were able to be fully aware of that process and be just totally cool with it. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I think Seven probably has talked about this before, and I maybe just haven't gotten to it yet, but it seems like it's an important skill towards lucid dreaming to be able to stay yes. completely aware in the transition from sleep to wake. Yes. And another thing I've done recently that sort of has helped me with that and I really want to do more of, I just haven't had time, are these uh, Sync meditations, which they are... I don't know if you've heard of Hemisync before mm. it's from the Monroe Institute but or the Monroe Foundation. I don't remember what it's called. Monroe something. And it's mm. binaural audio with narration that take you into different um, brainwave frequency rates based on how your brain responds to syncing itself up with um, sounds that it's hearing coming from left ear, right ear. And mm-hmm. so they'll have one rate of frequency in one ear and another in the other ear. And they'll use that to manipulate your mind state and put your body to sleep, put your mind to sleep on purpose while you then kind of go into the deep recesses of your mind and program in some abilities and some affirmations and things of that nature. And it's really interesting is there's nothing like, there's nothing woo woo about it. It's all your own created experience. It's always, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost self guided. It's like, uh, but for example, they want you to, one of the early exercises is to create a, a box or a chest or something that, You can remember how it looks every time that you specifically will use to place things in that are bothering you, that that are on your mind. And it's a technique you use over and over again when you enter those sessions to separate yourself from your physical worries before you then move on into traveling internally, which is, again, like a huge thing between us and our higher selves and our higher abilities are these mental barriers that... Our, these chains of uh, obligation and stress is related to the things we think we have to do at certain times it's um, probably the strongest part of the matrix hook wise that's in us is uh, our feelings of obligation
0: yeah no doubt like like thinking that, like, that you need to do something either necessarily right now or that you feel like you are not fully doing like just like like analyzing or overjudging yourself you know like it's a really big part of like trying to like calm down the monkey mind that's another big part of it, is it, like you know all the energy you spend on like hyper analyzing yourself you really could just be suspending sitting quietly and being in the moment and that that's what you receive the energy from right there and while you know it's it's important to understand some of the things that are like holding you back like it, like even though you want to get into a deep meditation in that moment, you even even, even that like, of even wanting to get into the deep meditation, that that's the priority that right there, but that in fact, your priority may be that you need to actually analyze the things that are coming in front of you and the thoughts and that like, uh, yeah, you can put things to the side for now and that's okay, it's totally okay. But sometimes the reason that things are banging at the front of your consciousness is just cause like it's make a decision do something different because like your intuition is also speaking to you it's another part of you you can't just cut off or ignore even though you want to get into that deep meditation and go to wherever you want to go and guide your consciousness you have to consider that there's a part of you that's you know (laughs) that's more sentient than you may know and it will bring things in front of you like you you like you end up just doing things unconsciously but it's kind of another huge side to your life that you have to Analyze critically as well, that that's also going on, uh, and not to push that away, but most definitely, if you're wanting to get into those deeper states, um, you know, having techniques and tools like that, that you know, because on the because on the on the reverse side, like maybe to attack some of those things, you do need to go deeper inside and just shut it up for a second, so you can analyze other parts of yourself. Or Being able
1: to put them to the side and then um, then go back somewhere to where nothing matters and just re-energize yourself. Yeah. and then uh return to those things with yep. like a refreshed awareness that can be helpful as long as like you know as long as you're not ignoring things forever that's yeah. for sure i agree with you completely to go back uh roundabout way back to the cleanse and then maybe wrap things up here because uh you know it's getting a little late for me and i did mention i was tired and i'm i'm a I'm a bitch, so <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed pretty soon. <laughs> oh no, it's all right. I've been podcasting right. hardcore, which is the best problem to yes, have. Yes, you have. I'm yes, super have. happy about it. But uh, one more aspect of the cleanse that I thought was interesting was the weight loss that happened. Like, mm-hmm. I um I lost about ten pounds, which you might not necessarily lose that much weight doing the cleanse. And I will say I don't think it was muscle either because I don't feel I don't feel weaker. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've exercised since then. I definitely don't feel weaker. It. A, so I weighed myself at the beginning of the process, and I weighed the same right before I went to bed the night, the last night of the juice fast. So I was like, wow, okay, I didn't actually lose any weight. When I woke up in the morning, I was 10 pounds lighter. <laughs> that, that is how much I was peeing every night. Wow. Every night I was having trouble sleeping. That's why I'm a little raggedy right now, because I really haven't had a, long, like a full night's sleep for a mm. while. So every night I was waking up every hour to pee that was wow. something that was happening we should have warned people about that might not mm-hmm. have happened to you it was hardcore
0: mm-hmm. i was
1: drinking a lot of water though
0: yeah that's important that's really important i didn't uh notice so much like weight, having to get up and go off th- <laughs> didn't didn't have to get up and go throughout the night so much um i had i had a point in there I've always uh, had a on top of that though, as well person
1: that's maybe part of like recurring oh. patterns in life because uh i I've, I've always had a weak bladder in general
0: yeah yeah i i had had some issues with that when i was younger uh, like developmentally like um me too especially
1: in in bed like i was like a bedwetter till till mm-hmm. uh, too late of an age so yeah maybe that too. was like part of the old things coming back up that i was kind of, and i Could was very well be. conquering because i never i didn't piss my pants <laughs> but i did sharp at work oh my god I <laughs> let a, bit of a yeah. out to my underpants was at work, and it's the worst possible thing that could happen. And I would be a bad podcast host if I if I didn't. I was hoping you were going to bring it up. Yeah, I, well, I, I think I said it to Clint over on the Lords of po- Consciousness podcast whenever I was a guest. So uh, you know, might as well bring yep. it up here. But yeah, I totally sharted. What? I'm a grown man, <laughs> shit my pants. It's no big deal. I thought it was a fart. And yep. it wasn't a lot of shit. It was just like a little pile of.
0: Kind a of like little
1: TV. pile? A little, uh, a little puddle yeah. in there. A little puddle in my trousers. Shock. But I washed it off in the sink and uh, I snuck back <laughs> over to my office with no underwear on, under my jeans, and nobody knew. Oh, Except no. whoever's listening right now. Now you know. Yep. Yep. I did but have hey,
0: a. Only a 50 50 chance that you'll shart, right? Because you didn't yep. shart. I did not shart. I got real <laughs> lucky got
1: yeah, real lucky 50-50 chance 50-50 chance OBE 50-50 <laughs> chance you'll shart like there's a lot of possible outcomes with the cleanse yep. but y'all should really look into doing it and just ask me or Chris if there's anything that you want to know about our experience with it or how to find it I'm gonna probably put a whole section on my site devoted to this because I think it's that important so mm-hmm. I really appreciate you brother for doing this with me helping me be motivated to do it and turning me on to it in the first place all the
0: above Thank you. I appreciate you, too. That's what really also kept me motivated as well. It's like I'm typically a person that like I need to sometimes put myself under pressure to like motivate myself to do something. So when you're like doing it back and forth with another person and they can like relate to your experiences or and like, I would honestly recommend anybody that wants to do this, get a buddy, like find a friend to do it with Perfect. because it makes it way easier because you can relate experiences and not feel like you're just doing it alone. Um, And it just seems like it it keeps you both motivated to actually stay disciplined with what you're doing because you're kind of like, it almost feels like you're kind of doing it for each other in a way. Like it would, it does me no service to slack on my end because I can't help you if you run into some of the same situations as me. And that's really like kind of the point of all of this in a way is like by taking these kinds of things and healing our bodies with them, like we can all do that with each other. We can all work each other through the process together and it makes a lot less arduous and scary and actually more likely to be beneficial and actually take effect in our lives. So, uh, the more that we can share these experiences with each other, the better. And I did have one more point, um, that I did remember, um, about you're we talking about, your weight loss, cause I experienced the same thing. And I think it has a lot to do with cutting down on the salts and the sugars because they're both inflammatory foods and they also cause water retention. So you probably pissed out a lot of water weight too. Yeah, that's probably what a lot of that was. Yeah, no. uh, especially if you're dropping I weight that quickly. Yeah, gallons of water yeah.
1: was coming out at it once. It was crazy.
0: Do you think about like a wrestler, like what they're doing to like to drop weight and like you know they're cutting back on water and stuff, but also anything that's going to be inflammatory and causes them to retain water? Uh, so yeah.
1: Which that ties back into the allergies too. That's what causes allergies. Really, is that inflammation? Yep.
0: Yeah, yep. <laughs> and the mucus and the mucus that comes from that.
1: Man, it was an interesting experience. and Oh, I have hope. one more.
0: Okay, right, sorry. go forward, buddy. I was going to say, I also, um, from this, uh, realized that I really needed to clean up my diet even more. I, I really wanted to go, to go more vegan. Uh, before the cleanse, I was doing vegetarian, still having eggs and cheese sometimes, uh, and some dairy. Though I've been cutting back on it for a while, like I had to kind of do it incrementally because I really loved dairy a lot. And uh, so from this point on, uh, I wanted to eat... Um, vegan and I, I want to eat like a large percentage of that to be raw and then um on top of that I also want it to be primarily organic as well that was one thing I noticed that I had the pleasure of through this cleanse and like kind of leading up to it, is I everything that I ate was organic everything I drank ate everything was organic and um I've noticed that like it, it could be multiple parts of the, of the cleanse and everything that I was doing um but I genuinely do feel different eating organic food than non-organic. There's just something about the way it affects my attitude or my emotions more than anything when I eat it and, like, my level of energy. It's, it's kind of hard to explain the exact difference of how that feels, but overall I just feel, like, less sluggish and uh, it's kind of hard to, like, to, to, to compare that in with this cleanse and everything because that was a pretty big one on the body, but mental focus uh, is a big, yeah, one. focus. Yeah. Focus has been a big one for me oh, throughout this cleanse Like I was kind of hangry at first in the beginning, but now that I've been like eating more foods, like, cause I've been eating whole foods for a couple of days and, uh, I have a lot more energy from my food, a lot more focused energy. And by not eating as much of the sugars and other things that I realized were actually, were pulling my energy down, my focus down. Um, I just noticed a lot more mental clarity since getting back from the cleanse. Don't have nearly the negative, uh emotions that i did before so but yeah I'll, I'll you know let you know um i guess the next time we're getting into clients or if we do shorter episodes or whatever um uh, kind of how going vegan and eating mostly organic is going to go for me i've been doing mostly organic for about a month or two now mm-hmm. I, I, and before then i've been trying to but i really been trying to focus on it as much as i can lately and, me too uh, and the raw part that's been a big part of it although yeah.
1: i've yeah. uh i've I've been not doing the dairy very much. Pretty much avoiding cheese totally for a while, even before the cleanse. But still doing eggs. I really think I'll probably eat eggs forever. Uh, they're so eggs good. Eggs gonna be a hard one for me to, to avoid forever. <laughs> I have access to like free range, local, like happy chicken eggs. You know, totally happy chicken. And on the source of our subject of chicken, I've also had a bit of chicken since the cleanse was over and had from the local farmer's market where, you know, I know the person's face and talk to them personally and know that they make their chickens happy for their whole lives. So it's not like scared meat. So it's kind of different. It's a different type of meat source. Um, I'm still not sure where I stand on my future of consuming meat. Uh, I think ultimately I'd like to change my meat consumption to where if it is, if I do eat an animal, it's going to be an animal that I took with my own hands um, was grateful for expressed gratitude for, did everything like Native American style <laughs> but yeah. like like hunting is what I'm talking about um, I definitely want to get chickens of my own for the egg aspect, that'd be great, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to keep eating chicken or not uh, it kind of kind of made my energy dip a little bit after I ate it I, tried, I kept my portion size reasonable uh, so compared to how I feel after a giant plate of fresh vegetables and eggs, for example, my energy wasn't as good. Mm -hmm. And my sensitivity to things is definitely way higher because of doing this colon cleanse. So it's going to give me a good gauge going forward of what I do and don't want to keep in my life. Um, Haven't experimented with fish yet since I've been on it, but fish might not be that viable of an option for people at all going forward because of how polluted the oceans are getting. Yeah.
0: Already Anything. Not so much. Anybody. Anybody listening? Like, you might as well just not get fish from the Pacific Ocean anymore. <laughs> like, it's pretty much yeah. toast. So it's irradiated. It's beyond, so irradiated and it, like Book of Revelations level crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, it's that or like you know, tilapia that's raised in factory farming in China that has a lot less health standards than they do in the United States. So it's it's kind of tough getting like really clean fish. Even from a lot of rivers yeah, and fishing. stuff that people go, you know, the Mississippi River is not really the best place to fish either, no. you know, maybe, <laughs> you, maybe get away with in the Illinois, but a lot of the rivers around this area are just... We are, have to dig out polluted. our own ponds
1: and on our lands and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or not even just polluted, but like uh, have like so much runoff from the actual uh, like pesticides and things like that in the farm fields. Uh, that's, a, that's a huge environmental issue. Uh, as well as just a toxicity issue when you're consuming those those animals. So, um, all that can be really... solved in our lifetime. Yeah. Maybe it will be. Hopefully. That's part of my mission. So. We're yeah. well,
1: keep the mission alive, brother. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. I love the shit out of you, man. It's always fun talking <laughs> to you. I love you too, Chase. Good combo as always. That's right. And uh, That's right. I hope you all find it informative. And definitely go follow Chris on his uh, social media because why not he's he's got a good photography page too chris abert photography and he, he took some really good shots of the shamanic boom if you were there i'm sure you already saw that so anyway we all just appreciate your your love that you bring to the community brother and um, not just your moon tribe and your close direct nearby local friends but everybody that's listening to this show is probably pretty familiar with you now because it's your third appearance and Mm-hmm. i hope many many more in the near and far future because we're both learning and growing together and we're both in a very like close place um as far as our missions and uh, i appreciate you and love I you appreciate man. you too
0: i love you too chance you're a great friend and you know you're you're creating uh an amazing community here and like really making some awesome bridges between like you know like you you introduced me to lords of consciousness and uh and that page and those and those folks it's a great community there and just all the, the musicians and just the just the whole scene that like you're getting into, it's a lot of the same family that I have here. It's like, all, like a lot of it based around St. Louis and stuff. So, you gonna be at Temple know, tomorrow? Yes, yes. I yes. hope you can get some, maybe a, f- a few interviews and stuff. there That's another thing, if anybody's listening and they're from around St. Louis and haven't heard of Temple at 2720 on Cherokee Street, uh, it's something that they host once a month, but it's just kind of like a little music festival inside of 2720. And they have, uh, they have, like, really awesome artists upstairs and downstairs. They'll have workshops, breath work, yoga. They're going to have a gong bath this time. Uh, but they'll have, like, you know, people selling and vending crystals and, uh, like, a vegan potluck. And just – it's just so awesome. There's so many high-conscious uh, – high-vibrational high people there. And it's just a great community. And, um, and, yeah, and just a lot of the same people that will go around at different festivals and things around that – are personally a lot of my own friends like the people we were you know spending time with at Shamanic Boom so many of those people I had met from this whole region so there's a really uh really awesome community that we're we're fortunate enough to be a part of at this point in time that we get to talk on and like bring people on from from the community and actually show that there is a community here that does care and that is on this frequency so you're I love that you have taken this on as your life path to, like, create this, to create kind of like an awareness of this, that there are, it's, um, I love that, I love that quote at the the end of our first episode from Terrence McKenna, where he was talking about us needing to create the culture. And that's really what we're doing. Like we're creating, it's not just us, like it's it's kind of a phenomenon all over the country. And I'm not just going to say, it's just chalking it up to, to spiritually. Find the others. Story, that's what Nate Clint kept saying yeah yeah it's the it's just a, a rise in, in in authenticity and connection to truth again and just in the way it that we that it should feel i don't want to drop my shoulds here um <laughs> yeah, to, to, to take, quote wiki foot but uh but the way that that we can feel together in the ways that we want to and i think that a lot of the people that that the community that we're involved in is just very honest about that, and is really trying to get to the source of what's going on. Why is why is stuff so crazy? Why are our bodies so crazy? Why don't we get along as good as we could? Like, what's really stopping us? Is it is it some you know foreign, not foreign, but some um, phantom institutions or some you know whatever? You know, we're trying to get to the bottom of it and and, and vibe together in a harmonious way. So, thank you for uh, creating. Um, A framework for people to to understand like what kind of a community that they live – that they have access to and just that there are people out there that do care like this and that we're real. And just sometimes knowing that you're not alone. Someday we'll we'll stop the mind
1: war, Neo. Yeah. We can
0: do it, man. Yeah. No, I, I have no doubts. No doubts at all that we can do it. We're already doing it. So it starts with people like you. So thank you
1: and you and you guys the listeners and all uh, of you thank listening you listeners yes. for checking it out and yeah see you on the next episode
0: sounds good brother talk to you later peace what you mean peace. you ain't